Thomas Edison, Richard Branson, John F. Kennedy, Mozart, Michael Jordan, Will Smith. That sounds like a list of highly successful titans in a variety of vocations. Why is it that we rarely hear that they have or had ADHD? And you know what we hear even less about? Serena Williams, Emma Watson, Mel Robbins, Whoopi Goldberg, Agatha Christie, Aaron Brockovich, Cher. Yeah, the successful women navigating ADHD. And that's exactly why I started this podcast, ADHD for Smartass Women. I'm your host, Tracy Atsuka. I'm a lawyer, not a doctor, a lifelong student, now a coach. I'm also the creator of Your ADHD Brain is A-OK, a system that helps people like you figure out what they should do with their life. And we're here today to talk ADHD, your strengths, your symptoms, your workarounds, and how you proudly stand out instead of trying to fit in. I credit my ADHD for some of my greatest gifts. And you know what? I spy a happier life for you, too. So without further ado, a shiny new episode is starting now. Hello, I am Tracy Otsuka, and I wanted to welcome you to episode number 156 of ADHD for Smartass Women. First of all, Happy New Year, just a little bit early. Before we start, I want to let you know that we are offering our AOK Everyday Planner in a digital format only this year. So we offered it as a paper planner last year. It was in a beautiful box with lovely dividers and all the cards that make up the planning system. They were all there. It was really expensive to produce, and the shipping was high because of the mucking around that was going on with the post office. And I had a lot of folks contact me who wanted to purchase it, but they couldn't because they were not in the United States. So the plan was to offer it again this year, but not just domestically, also internationally. But then we went to price it, and it was even more expensive to produce than last year. So we're offering it again, but it is only available as a digital download. So AOK Every Day, it's a really simple system that I built using a series of cards. And my premise is that we struggle with planners because out of sight is out of mind, right? And what do you have to do with a typical planner? You have to find the correct month. Then you have to find the correct week. And then you have to find the correct year. And we don't do that. And who has time for it, right? So often what happens is we forget we even have a planner. Because, however, it is a digital download, I just want you to know that means that you're going to have to have your local printer. We include instructions for Staples to do it. They're going to have to print it. And it sounds like a nightmare, but you can literally download it to Staples in 10 to 15 minutes and then go ahead and just pick it up. And I've done it two times myself just to make sure that there weren't any glitches. Plus, when you purchase, I show you how to use the system, which is all based around positive emotion. So the reason you can't use a traditional planner is because there's too much negative emotion, right? You don't know how to break your goals down into doable tasks because no one teaches us how to do that. We also have way too much floating around in our brain to even know where to start. And you never know when you're actually going to feel like doing any of those things on your to-do list. So how in the world do you schedule them? Well, 
I'm going to show you when you purchase the planner. So please make the time to go through my video and very simple instructions. But I want to be really clear. This planner is for you if you struggle to use planners with any consistency. It is not for you if you're successful with planners and planning. You're going to waste your money and your time, and I don't want you to do that. So anyway, you can either go to our show notes at tracyoutsuka.com forward slash podcast for more information and the link to the AOK Everyday Planner, or you can go directly to spyhappy.me forward slash planner. Okay, so I always feel like the last podcast of the year has to prepare us, you and me both, right, for the coming year. And since what I'm going to talk about really helps me to jump into the next year, I want to share it with you because I do it regularly. I suspect that you're probably like me. You hate doing what everyone else is doing, right? And what's everyone else doing? New Year's resolutions. They're writing out these long ass lists. And sorry, but I just can't. Like, what is the point? We write out these lists and then I can't even remember what's on the list, let alone where the hell the list is. Like, what did I do with it once I wrote it out? So a couple of years ago, I started choosing one word and one word only to set the direction for my new year. So my first year, I chose the word nervy. That was for 2018. So when my mom got mad at me because I was talking back, she would say, young lady, you have some nerve. And unlike most people who would hear that phrase and think, ugh, that was something negative, I rather liked being told that I had some nerve. But this time, I used that word nervy to signify my intention to get comfortable with visibility. And you're probably going to be a little surprised to learn that I hate being the center of attention. I'm very extroverted. I'm kind of loud. I can be opinionated. Of course, I must like to be the center of attention. And I thought I did too until I got married. I cannot even begin to tell you how much I hated being a bride. All that smiling. And I kept thinking, we're spending all this money for what? We haven't done anything. The whole thing is so stupid. It's like, you know, it's not like we've been married 25 years and have something to show for it, right? I was actually embarrassed. And I think somehow all that attention transferred into even more of a discomfort around being visible, especially being visible online. Just the thought of people watching me and listening to me. Oh my God. Yeah. It was a struggle. So you probably know the story because I've told it before. I signed up for back-to-back live video classes back in 2018, right, where I actually had to go live on video on both Facebook and Instagram for two weeks every day. I was terrified and I just wanted to get past it. And so I thought if I locked myself in and boxed myself into having to do it because I signed up and I paid money, I would do it. I was terrified right? But I had that bracelet with my word nervy on it. So what I do is I pick a word and I either put it on a bracelet or a ring or something that I'm going to see every day. Thus far, it's always a bracelet or a ring. And so every time I started to get uncomfortable, I would look down at my word and I would ask myself, this is your word for the year. Are you acting nervy? Which was basically a pseudonym, right? For confident. And when I wasn't acting nervy, I forced myself to act nervy. And guess what? It worked. Somehow it would break that thought in my head that I could just put it off and not act. And it popped me into action. By day one of that video series, you know, where I had to go live every day for 13 days, by day one, I knew I could do it. By day two, it was kind of fun. 
And by day seven, I realized I wasn't half bad at this visibility thing. And the insanity of it all is I had literally spent a year doing everything I could possibly do to get comfortable around live video, except for actually go live on video, right? So you probably can relate to this, but for me, this fear of visibility was related to my ADHD. When I get even a little anxious, my brain goes on the fritz, and I can't remember what the hell I'm even talking about. So if I had to bake a cake on live video, no problem, because I would be talking about what I'm doing, right, while I'm doing it. That's easy for me. But trying to remember a script or what I wanted to talk about, that was nearly impossible. And so initially what I did is I just started really scripted with a lot of reading because the words wouldn't come to me. Several months into it, I started to have some fun with it, and I noticed that I was much less nervous, so my brain cooperated quite a bit more. Still, there were many times when I'd think about bailing, and I'd look down, and I'd see that word nervy on my wrist. And I am so grateful that I kept going, because I am certain this podcast would have never happened had I not chosen my word, nervy. For 2018. So I started the podcast in October of 2018, sort of close to the end of the year, right? But I didn't launch it until the end of January 2019. And because Nervy worked so well for me, I thought, I'm going to choose a new word for 2019. So for 2019, my word was consistency. Again, ADHD brain, right? I struggle with being consistent. The biggest reason I didn't start this podcast sooner is I didn't want to be pinned down into having to record a podcast every week. I didn't know if I could do it. Again, though, every time I'd waffle, I'd remember my word. And that word consistency kept me going all through 2019. And once I was six months in, I didn't want to break my streak because of that word. I had made that commitment, and I was really proud that I had been consistent, right? And so I continued to be consistent all through 2019. Now, initially for 2020, I remember choosing the word money. I was thinking, you know, you've got to pick a word like money because you're being irresponsible. Everything that I was doing was expensive, right, to bring this podcast to you all every week. You know, my website, my time, getting help on all these things. It's just, it's expensive. And I'm thinking, Tracy, you're being irresponsible. It can't just be a bottomless pit. After all, I had a daughter who just graduated from the money pit that was NYU and a son that was starting there. So I kept thinking, I have to start defraying some costs. But then I thought, you know... I've never cared about money, and somehow it's always been there when I need it. Thankfully, I also have a husband who's a banker, and he cares about money. So I thought, why do I have to care about it too? So instead of money, I decided to choose the word impact. I just believe that when you're making an impact, when you're making a difference in people's lives, it all works out, and I'd rather focus on impact. So that's what I chose as my word for 2020, impact. I wanted to make sure that my work was making a difference in women's lives, that it was having an impact. And that is the year that truly everything started to come together. I launched my Your ADHD Brain is A-OK live coaching program, and I heard daily from women whose lives have been changed, which, of course, generates positive emotion, gold stars, 
and of course money. And so it all worked out and I could continue this work that was so important to me, that is so important to you. So this year for 2021, my word was action. And I think now that I actually think back on it, I really think I perfected it. This is the year that I learned all about the default mode network and task positive network. Bottom line, we have a glitchy default mode network, the DMN, which causes us to ruminate more, to struggle more with rejection-sensitive dysphoria, to feel paralyzed by indecision. We go through all of the options in our brain, thinking we're actually doing something about solving the problem. But really, the only way to address the problem is to get into action. So the minute we're in our head thinking, 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 we need to actually jump into action, some sort of action, no matter how small. So I was talking to one of our wonderful mods in our Facebook group, ADHD for Smart Ass Women, and she was asking me about confidence and getting stuck in your head. And I told her, I am no more confident than anyone. I have all the same insecurities, but over time, what I've learned is that the more I shut down that ruminating chatter in my brain that goes on and on about all the things that can go wrong and just get into action, the more confident I become. And so it's no longer an option. Am I going to act or am I just going to let my brain take over, right? No, I'm going to act. And guess what? I never die, even though it sometimes feels like I might. And I almost always, 99.99% of the time, feel great after the action ceases. Why? Because I'm proud of myself. So I was thinking about why choosing this one word works so well for my ADHD brain, and I think ADHD brains in general. And I think it's because it's so simple. We have working memory issues, right? We forget a list of New Year's resolutions, but one word, hell, I can remember that. One word, I can focus on that every day, every week, every month, all year long. And that one word sums up who I want to be. It shapes not only my year, but it shapes me. It's my compass and helps me to make my decisions so much easier. It has a huge impact on me, and I think it'll have a huge impact on you, too. Sometimes we just need to be reminded, right? Like all the time sometimes, right? So let's build that runway using our one word. And then once we get started, you know how we are. We don't want to stop, right? We like streaks. And so come hell or high water, I was going to make sure that I stuck to my one word, that I used my one word to make decision-making easier. I have to make a decision. Which option forces me to act more nervy, be more consistent, have more impact, get more into action? That's what I ask myself. And doesn't that make sense? So you can choose a word that requires you to act on something that you struggle with regularly. It can be a word that focuses you on your strengths or values that you want to practice more in your life, like challenging the status quo or connection for connecting with others. It can be a word that's a challenge that you want to overcome, like my commitment word, right? It can be a word that relates to a feeling that you'd like more in your life, like gratitude. It can be a word that signifies what you're passionate about and want to do more of, like create or creativity. If you're inattentive and you're in your head all the time beating yourself up, And not just inattentives are in their heads all the time beating themselves up, right? A lot of us combined type are there too. 
So you could choose a word like action, because again, we now know that we have a glitchy default mode network. I think I did a whole podcast on this, episode number 117. So the word can be anything that focuses you on what's important to you, how you want to feel, what your intention is for 2022. It just provides the direction, requires some thought, and the sky is literally the limit. So what's my word for 2022? I don't know why it was such a difficult choice this year, but it was. I've been thinking about this for weeks. I initially had decided on the word joy, but that seemed too ordinary and usual. And so then I chose fun, but that seemed, I don't know, too cliche, I think, for 2022. So this morning, as I was working out, I thought about an interview that I did for Ned Hallowell's Wonderful World of Different, where he asked me, what does different mean to you? So when I started the podcast, I was just there plugging away by myself. Then this morning, it came to me as I was working out. You know, I thought about an interview that I did for Ned Hallowell's Wonderful World of Different, where he asked me, what does different mean to you? And I remember saying that different for me means being original, being willing to challenge the status quo, having a desire to make things better, not following the rules. I also said that for me, different means being an outsider, a problem solver, seeing a need and filling it. I talked about my women's wear company where within eight months, I was able to convince buyers at Neiman Marcus, Saks Fifth Avenue, Nordstrom, and dozens of other boutiques around the country that there was a need and I could fill it for them. I had no background in fashion. I had to take a basic fashion illustration class just to get my thoughts across. I was definitely an outsider, but that was attractive to all the insiders. I also filled a need when I created my patented cortography system, which helps women answer that what do I do with my life question. It was the precursor to our ADHD for, wait, what's it called? Our, your ADHD brain is A-OK. Oh my gosh, I cannot keep track of all these names. So anyway, I filled a need when I created my patented cortography system, which helps women answer that, what do I do with my life question? And I wasn't a career counselor, a sociologist, or a therapist. I just created what I'd been searching for for decades. Again, I was an outsider. Even this podcast, I could tell people were incredulous that I would start it not being a medical professional. Nervy, huh? But again, I saw the need and decided to fill it. And within a year, had psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, and other medical professionals recommending it to their patients and clients. My son, he just applied for an investment banking internship. He was up against 870 applicants for three positions. He told me after he was offered one of the three positions, my only shot was to be myself, to be different. He didn't present on the recommended topics. He chose something he believed the firm would be really interested in. Again, he saw a need and he filled it. When I started the podcast, I was just here plugging away by myself, wanting to learn, wanting to find my people. I was living my purpose and I had no expectations. Somewhere along the line, others found me, they could relate to what I was saying, and I started to develop a following. 
people started to tell me that my work was making a difference in their lives. And that's when it starts getting harder, right? Because of all those gold stars. Guess what? They generate positive emotion and that feels good and you want it to continue. But it also generates some anxiety because what if you can't do that? What if someone new comes along and they're better? And guess what? There's always people that are better, right? And this is the thing. I don't want to worry about what others do because I truly believe that there are not just eight pieces of pie, right? I think that the pie is endless and there's enough for everyone to make an impact and live their purpose. I don't worry about what others think or do because that gets me into my head. I just want to keep my head down and create. And I know that when I'm an outsider, as hard as that sometimes is, because we all want to be part of something, right? But as an outsider, I know I'm solving problems. I'm creating, I'm filling a need, and I'm making a difference in people's lives. I'm leading. And like most of us with ADHD, we just need to lead more than we follow. So my word for 2022, it's outsider. When I'm struggling, when I'm not sure what direction to go in, when I'm creating, I'm going to look for the ways that I can push the boundaries even more not shy away from things that might make others uncomfortable, but to do things differently, to fill that need. I think it was Picasso who said that creation always begins with destruction. Well, I think he meant pushing back on the status quo. And since that's my number one value, my word for 2022 is most definitely going to be outsider. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that I always order some piece of jewelry. I think I had already said that with my word of the year on it, because like you, out of sight means out of mind. And what I do is I normally go to Etsy, etsy etsy.com, and I find a jewelry designer and I order my word on a bracelet or a ring that I wear. And in that way, I'm constantly reminded of my intention. And that is honestly half the battle. Now, I'm not a jewelry person. My wedding rings are platinum, so I always order something in sterling silver so I don't have to take it off in the shower. So it's cost effective and it really, really does work. Before we end the year, I just want to thank you for everything, but most of all for allowing me to live my purpose, which is to show people who they are and inspire them to be it. This has been an incredible year. It was a lot of hard work, but I am so grateful for all of it especially the opportunities to meet so many of you personally, not only in my programs or as coaching clients, but also through this podcast and through my free five days to fall in love with your ADHD brain. I have to tell you, when I first named it, I literally had to pause and I thought, can I really say this? Can I really do it? Can I help ADHD women change their self-concept in five days? By the second time that I had run the program and I realized that absolutely I could help to do that, I realized it wasn't a fluke. And I realized that every single one of our ADHD brains is truly brilliant. Our charge is just to figure out where does that brilliance lie? And I wanted to say that I love all the gold stars that you send me every single day. I read every single last message. And you know, when we get to live our purpose, our life has meaning and it feels really right. And there's tons of positive emotions. So thank you for all of it. 
I also wanted to say that for 2022, I wish you all that is strength-focused, passion-infused, and literally dripping in positive emotion, because we know that positive emotion for the ADHD brain is where it's at, right? And let me know what your word is. I really want to know. One final reminder, if you struggle with planners, remember, I've created one just for the ADHD brain. It's easy in and easy out, so you'll actually use it. And you can find the link on our show notes at tracyoutsuka.com forward slash podcast or at spyhappy.me forward slash planner. And that is what I have for you for this week. As always, you're listening to ADHD for Smartass Women. If you like this podcast, I would love to know. Give me a New Year's uh, gift, right? By leaving a review. Because our goal is to change the conversation around ADHD, helping as many women as we possibly can learn how their ADHD brains work so that they too can discover their amazing strengths. And your reviews, yep. They really help in that regard. One more thing, if you have a comment, a guest you'd like me to interview, or a topic idea for this podcast, you can go to my website at tracyoutsuga.com and leave me a message or reach out to me at support at tracyoutsuga.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you here next year. You've been listening to the ADHD for Smartass Women podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Outsuka, and we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Not coincidentally, ADHD for Smartass Women, it's also the name of our free Facebook group. We're a totally smartass community of successful, ambitious women who share our ADHD wins, questions, and workarounds. Join us at tracyoutsuka.com where you can also find more information on our Your ADHD Brain is A-OK system. I spy a happier life for us, and I'll see you again next week.